Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. My name is Marcus. New South Wales has recorded 919 new cases of COVID-19 in the last 24 hours from almost 150,000 tests. Authorities also recorded two more deaths. A woman in her 30s from Sydney's West died at home. She is the youngest female to die from the virus in Australia with her husband also sick in hospital with COVID-19. Her death is being investigated by the coroner. A man in his 80s also died from Sydney's North at Hornsby Karingai Hospital. 178 of the new infections diagnosed are linked to a known case or cluster. 153 are household contacts and 25 are close contacts. 106 cases were in isolation throughout their infectious period. The source of infection for 741 cases is under investigation. The 919 new infections is a state record. Here's Premier Gladys Berejiklian. And nearly one third of our population is fully vaccinated. It's hovering at 32 point something percent, which is great at this stage. And if we keep these rates up, we will hit further milestones. Uh, please know that once you get the jab, it takes between two and three weeks for it to have effect. So make sure uh, you continue to do all those things we've asked you to do, even when you're vaccinated. Queensland has recorded zero new cases of coronavirus from more than 12,000 tests. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has announced a two-week pause on arrivals from New South Wales, Victoria and the ACT into Queensland. She says Queensland has been overwhelmed by new arrivals relocating to escape interstate lockdowns, placing immense pressure on the state's hotel quarantine system. We have 5,114 people currently in hotel quarantine. That's a lot of people. 3,257 are domestic arrivals. 1,857 are from overseas. These are all in 22 hotels. And this has got to stop. It's too much pressure, so we have to put a pause. It's putting our workers at risk and it's also putting our, um, our uh, community at risk as well. Those who have an exemption for compassionate reasons or for medical procedures will not be subject to the new rules. Victoria has recorded 45 new COVID-19 cases. 28 were in the community while infectious, 36 are linked to current outbreaks, and the rest remain under investigation. It comes as Pfizer vaccination bookings open up for Victorians aged 16 to 39 across the state's 55 hubs. Lieutenant General John Fruin, who is in charge of the national vaccine rollout, says over 50% of the eligible population has received their first dose. Yeah, so look, nationally we are up over 50% for first dosing and 30% of us are now fully vaccinated. It is uh, going a bit slower out in remote regional areas for Indigenous communities, but we're, we're working closely with those uh, communities and the states and territories to make sure that we can help bring those communities along uh, as quickly as we can as well. Federal Treasurer Josh Frydenberg says the Australian economy will decline slightly this quarter, but will rebound in December. 
He says the economy relies on state and territory leaders sticking to the national cabinet vaccination benchmarks for opening up. When you ease restrictions, hours of work increase very dramatically. The key is for us to stick to this plan. You see, if it's not 70 or 80 percent when we reopen, when is it? When is it that businesses can reopen? When is it that kids can go back to school? When is it that when we can attend the funerals and the weddings of loved ones, when is it that we can move more freely? Overseas, another 750 people have been evacuated from Afghanistan's Kabul airport. It brings the total number of evacuees to 2,450 and efforts are continuing. Over 400 Australians and Afghan nationals have arrived in Australia and are currently undertaking hotel quarantine. United States President Joe Biden is confident that all Americans can be evacuated by the 31st of August deadline. We're currently on a pace to finish by August the 31st. The sooner we can finish, the better. Each day of operations brings added risk to our troops. We talked about our mutual obligation to support refugees and evacuees currently fleeing Afghanistan. The United States will be a leader in these efforts and will look to the international community and to our partners to do the same. He's also promised to work with other nations on Afghan refugee settlement and counter-terrorism measures. And in sport, Debbie Lee has become the first woman inducted into the AFL's Hall of Fame. Her historic inclusion was joined by former men's stars Chris Judd, Nathan Burke and Rob Wiley as the 2021 inductees and world football's governing body FIFA is to receive $277 million in forfeited funds seized during a global soccer corruption inquiry by the United States Department of Justice. More than 50 defendants have been criminally charged, 27 people and four corporate entities have pleaded guilty, and two people were convicted at trial. FIFA president Gianni Infantino says the money will be reinvested into the FIFA Foundation through the newly formed World Football Remission Fund, where children from all around the world will be able to benefit. I'm delighted to see that money, which was illegally siphoned out of football, 201 million US dollars, is now coming back to be used for its proper purposes, as it should have been in the first place. This is football's money. Now this will return to the FIFA Foundation. This is a great victory for FIFA and a great victory for football. I am Marcus Megalokonomos and thanks for joining us for SBS News in Easy English.